हेलो फ्रेंड्स वेलकम टू स्टॉक पाठशाला इन दिस पॉडकास्ट वी विल टॉक अबाउट एनआरआई ट्रेडिंग रिस्ट्रिक्शंस रिस्ट्रिक्शंस कैन बी बैड कैन बी गुड एज वेल इट हेल्प्स यू टू फिगर आउट व्हाट एग्जैक्टली इज करेक्ट व्हाट एग्जैक्टली इज नॉट बिकॉज रिस्ट्रिक्शंस आर जनरली प्लेस्ड बाय रेगुलेटरी बॉडीज नाउ एज फॉर स्टॉक मार्केट ट्रेडिंग इज कंसर्न द गवर्नमेंट ऑफ इंडिया हैज रिमूव्ड मोस्ट ऑफ द एनआरआई ट्रेडिंग रिस्ट्रिक्शंस दे कैन फ्रीली ट्रेड इन द इंडियन इक्विटी मार्केट एंड एन्जॉय देयर शेयर ऑफ प्रॉफिट्स This has been a good news for the NRI so far. Many of them have even earned tremendous profits enjoying the good economy of the market in their home country. However, many NRIs are still confused about NRI trading in India. Also, they are not clear about the NRI trading restrictions that still remain. In this podcast, we will discuss exactly that so that you are completely aware of things and are not confused at all. Now, NRI trading uh for that we have regulators for sebi and of course rbi plays a bigger picture as well rbi has allowed a couple of routes for nris to trade in india these routes include nri trading through pis that, that is the portfolio investment scheme this account is paired with the nre or nro account of the nri every trade made by the nri is notified to the pis if the nri wants to shift his funds outside india he can do so with the approval of rbi The system is a bit complex and has more NRI trading restrictions. Then there is NRI trading without PIS. Without PIS can be accomplished by opening an NRO bank account with a major Indian bank. In an NRO bank account, the funds are held on a non-repatriable basis. This means that NRI cannot transfer these funds outside India. There is no requirement of a PIS method in uh, this particular methodology therefore transactions are faster also every transaction is not notified to the RBI at every step Now let's understand different restrictions for NRI traders NRI is a person um of India who is not residing in India in order to qualify as a resident you must either be in India for at least 182 days in a particular year or be in India for a period of 365 days in 4 years before the particular year and 60 days in a particular year to be an nri person would need to disqualify any of these criteria now secondly what are the trade ceilings there are various nri trading restrictions that are imposed on nri for trading if an nri is trading in shares of an indian based company he cannot hold more than 10% of the total holdings of that company if the company is a public bank the maximum allowed share becomes 20% The holding percentage for an NRI in an Indian company can be raised to twenty-four percent in special circumstances. For these some circumstances to occur, the general executive body of the company will have to pass a resolution for the same. NRIs are not allowed to trade in all types of shares. They can only trade shares on a non-delivery basis. That that means they are not allowed to do day trading. They are also denied short selling. If an NRI is buying a stock he is allowed to sell it only after a period of 2 days that's a minimum in case an NRI is trading through a PIS account he is allowed only one PIS account for repatriable shares and one PIS account for non repatriable shares if an NRI turns into an Indian resident it is mandatory to notify the banks and update the KYC then there is third restriction which is power of attorney or POA An NRI has to provide a resident of India uh, with his power of attorney. This is done so that the Indian resident can manage the assets on the behalf of the NRI. When assigning the power of attorney, an NRI is allowed multiple options. He has the option to assign the POA to all his assets into the person. Otherwise, he can assign the power of attorney of a particular class of assets. For example, 
An NRI uh, can assign an individual with the power of attorney to manage his property. This person would not have access to bank accounts of the NRI. However, if the NRI gives the general power of attorney to the individual, the individual can manage all assets of the NRI. This even includes his bank accounts. Then there is taxation. NRIs are often confused on the subject of taxation. NRIs commonly ask if they will be subjected to double taxation, one in India, one the, in the other country that they are residing in. Well, this depends upon the country of residence. For the Indian part, the taxation occurs at the source. However, the Indian, the Indian economy has taxation treaties with many countries where double taxation is avoided. In that case, the NRIs have to pay taxes only in India. Therefore, you will need to check beforehand if your country of residence lies in such a category. Then there is a restriction of a minimum account balance. An NRI is required to maintain a minimum bank account balance uh, that is linked with trading. While Indian residents also have to maintain minimum account balance in their accounts, this requirement is considerably higher in case of NRIs. Different banks require a different minimum balance to be maintained. Therefore, if you are an NRI, check the limit with your bank. Then there is OCB. OCB stands for Overseas Corporate Body. It is a company or any type of corporate body with the NRIs on at least 60% of the total holdings. They can do it directly or indirectly. While OCBs are earlier allowed, were earlier allowed to trade in the Indian market, they are no longer allowed to do so now. However, the OCBs uh, which had already invested in the Indian market through PIS are allowed shares uh, that they can hold. This will be the case until their said shares are sold to the market. The next is currency derivatives. NRIs are not allowed to trade in currency derivatives. Only residents of India can do so. Restriction uh, that we have discussed initially about the resident of India disqualifies uh, to uh, for them to do this particular form of trading. The reasons for NRI trading in derivatives having restrictions are plenty, including the volatility of these trading segments, international dependency, tough regulation for regulatory bodies such as NSE and BSE. Then the next restriction is around the exchange-traded derivative contracts. There are limits that are applied to an NRI for uh, exchange-traded derivative contracts. These limits are, that is, let's say, for an index-based contract, together owns 15% or more of the open interest of all derivative contracts on a particular underlying index. Then there is for stock option and single stock uh, futures contract, the gross uh, open position across all the derivative contracts for security for each specific client should not be more than 1% of the free float market capitalization or 5% of the open interest in all derivative contracts in the same underlying stock. So this is what we were discussing about. These are the different restrictions. You can have a detailed look through the link that uh, you can find in the description of this video or rather this particular podcast and uh, hopefully you will find it helpful so that you are not confused at all in terms of the kind of restrictions. There are not so many, but it's good to have the understanding, the kind of trading segments you're allowed to do so, what's the kind of taxation, what's the minimum account balance, what do you do with the power of attorney, and the other related areas. So hopefully this podcast was helpful for you to figure out uh, what are the different kinds of restrictions, and uh, we'll see in the next one soon. Thank you so much for listening to this one. Bye-bye.